the Gerontological Society of America, Advancing Innovation in Aging. GSA on Aging. I'm Howard Dagenholtz, social media editor of The Gerontologist, a bi-monthly publication of the Gerontological Society of America. I spoke with Rebecca Collins. She's earning her doctorate in clinical psychology, and as part of her our clinical work, she does mindfulness and acceptance-based uh, uh, therapy with people. And as part of her uh, doctoral studies, she uh, did a very interesting meta-analysis on the effectiveness of mindfulness and acceptance-based interventions for informal caregivers of people with dementia. I caught up with Becky via Skype. Then afterwards, I called my mom to see what she thinks. I saw your paper in uh, The Gerontologist, and I wanted to ask you about your research. And can you tell me, uh, just to get started, what is mindfulness? Can you explain it for like a lay listener, lay audience? Uh, what is mindfulness, and what are the different techniques uh, that go into uh, sure. mindfulness? Sure. So mindfulness is essentially about awareness and awareness of the present moment. It, it might help if I gave a, um, a description that um, John Kabat-Zinn gave, who is the founder of mindfulness-based stress reduction. So he describes it as paying attention on purpose in the present moment in a non-judgmental way. So what that kind of means is paying attention is about focusing on a particular thing. On purpose means that you're doing it with awareness, so you're not just there focusing and not really know that you're focusing. And in the present moment is about focusing on the here and now rather than getting caught up in future thinking or thinking about the past. Um, and finally, non-judgmentally is it's kind of about noticing any judgments that come into your mind you're focusing on that particular thing and just parking them and being able to refocus. What got you interested in studying mindfulness? Um, so, I've, quite a few years ago, as an assistant psychologist, I was able to, to learn about mindfulness and use it with people with chronic pain. And um, then later in my career, I was able to use it with people in psychological crises, in psychiatric hospitals. And then more recently, I um, was able to be a part of a compassion-focused therapy group for, for people with dementia and their caregivers. And within that, we practiced mindfulness-based exercises. And it was at that point, I think, that I was able to, to link mindfulness and, and caregiving and see the benefits that it could have. Um, but I was also going to say that the philosophy of mindfulness really resonates with me, particularly um, in that it's um, in that it kind of suggests that all humans will experience pain and suffering at some point in their lives. And if we are able to become aware and, and make room for that experience, we could be able to move forward. And I think that particularly relates to care giving for people with dementia where you're in a situation that um, 
just really painful and that there might be positive things about that situation but also you know that that situation is going to get worse so that's where I think also um, I realise mindfulness could be really helpful for that population in particular so it comes out of your clinical experience and you're also a, a practicing Buddhist yeah so every week I go to a Buddhist meditation class and and more recently I've been studying Buddhism and I think it would be, yeah, it would be wrong not to say that mindfulness acceptance-based interventions are at least influenced by Buddhist principles and techniques and, and again, the Buddhist philosophy is, is all about how we, we all are in the same boat and we will all experience suffering and, and that, yeah, what I said before. So I think I, I've been able to personally experience benefits I think it's very powerful when our personal experience and practical experience and clinical experience come together to inform a research question. So I, so I, 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 I would you find that rewarding in that regard? Yes, definitely. It was really good to to learn perhaps more about the acceptance based so than act. Uh, individual, uh, there was a study within my article that used individual ACT therapy. It was, it was interesting to learn a bit about, more about that because most of my experience today had been about mindfulness. Um, but the person I did the article with is actually quite um, an expert in ACT and, and dementia, so it was good to work with them as well on the project. So tell me, what did you find in the, in the article? So you, you did a meta-analysis of a number of yeah. studies uh, that used mm -hmm. these different techniques with uh, caregivers of people with dementia. Uh, what did you find? Yeah. So overall, um, we found that uh, the, the dropout rate was quite low. So um, these interventions seems seem quite acceptable for the population and that people are turning up and more so um, the, the attrition rate was um, better than what we would expect. Um, but in terms of the effectiveness on um, depression and burden, we found that these interventions seem to have a large effect uh, at reducing depressive symptoms and a moderate effect at reducing um, the, the level of burden that caregivers experience. So that's really positive yeah. and kind of backs up some of the, the research beforehand. Um, but it's important to talk about the limitations of the study as well. That um, we found there was a significant, significant heterogeneity, which essentially means that um, the studies within the meta-analysis were the effectiveness of each of the studies varied. So that suggests that there's some sort of factors that make these interventions more or less effective, but unfortunately we weren't able to, to uncover which, uh, what type of factors. Um, and also the, um, the, the study quality really varied, and I think that's probably one of the main points to take away is, is the need to for more robust research in this area and particularly for studies to document how people were diagnosed with dementia 
what procedures they use, because often within the studies that I collected, this wasn't documented, and that then affects the reliability of, you know, was, were all the people caregivers of people with dementia, or, or were they caring for someone with a different condition? Can right. we, you know, we can't definitely say that. Right. So, so um, I, I, th I think that um, mindfulness, interest in mindfulness is really growing in the healthcare community. So, um, mm -hmm. and I'm wondering if you think that there's uh, sufficient interest in using these techniques that, that um, there'll be some better studies coming along that address some of these concerns. Do you think that the field is reaching the stage where we might start to see better studies? Yeah, I, I hope so. I think it's probably, I think the, the earliest study in, in the meta-analysis was 2010. So I think, you know, it's only been eight years, you know, roughly, perhaps maybe 10 or something, that, that these interventions have been started to be applied to this population. But I think uh, perhaps the next five to 10 years, I, I would imagine that there'll be more and more research coming out and hopefully more and more sort of randomised control trials or at least control trials that, that use these interventions for caregivers of people with dementia. Becky, I really appreciate it. Best of luck uh, finishing your clinical training. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Thank you again. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Hey, Mom. Hi, sweetie. What's up? I have a question for you. Sure. Did you ever hear about mindfulness? Yes. What is it? I think it's taking care of yourself by expanding your horizons. I, I don't know exactly. Did you ever think about, like, meditation? Did I? Uh, yeah, but then I figured it was a lost cause because every time I tried, something would interfere. A lot of people are using what's called mindfulness meditation to uh, to uh, deal with pain, to deal with anxiety and stress. What do you think about that? I think it's if it works, it's great. What about for you? Would you ever try it? Would I try it? Yeah. It's about being present and emptying your mind of intrusive thoughts and just focusing on something that really clears your mind and that uh -huh. supposedly lets you uh, um, reduce your stress and be present in the moment. Yeah, mindfulness is, is very interesting. Um, the only problem is I find that when I try to empty my mind, yeah. I, stuff comes intruding. And it, it, it upsets my equilibrium. Well, I think that's what the technique is about. It's how to, how to uh, address that, how to keep intrusive thoughts from coming in. Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of the core of the idea, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, those little SLBs keep scratching away. All right. <laughs> 
Take it easy. All right, sweetheart. Have a good day. Love you. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. To learn more about The Gerontologist and to read its latest articles, visit the journal website at geron.org. The Gerontological Society of America was founded in 1945 to promote the scientific study of aging, to encourage exchanges among researchers and practitioners from the various disciplines related to gerontology, and to foster the use of gerontological research informing public policy.